Hey, welcome back to another episode of Discovery Call. I am so glad you are here. We are going to talk to Alicia Smith today, and she is from Florida. And the way she described herself was perfect. She's a lawyer by day and a coach by night. And we're going to learn from her, kind of just get to know her story and how she got to what she's doing today and her business as a coach. And we're going to have some good reminders on ways that we can increase our productivity and how can we put ourselves out there more in this online world with business owning, right? So thank you so much for tuning in and let's just get started. Let's talk to Alicia Smith. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. Can you let our listeners know who you are and a little bit about you? Yes, I am Alicia, but in the coaching world, I go by Coach Lee. I'm a criminal defense attorney by day, but I'm a productivity and accountability coach, as I like to say, throughout. Um, so I help primarily women busypreneurs. That's a term I came up with. Kind of help them unleash the superhero, unleash that inner superhero that's within them so they can showcase that to the world and start putting themselves in their goals first. Because so often as women or as people, we put everybody else first and we kind of neglect ourselves and put ourselves last. So I'm all about helping you put yourself first because as a result, you're able to put others in good light as well. Excellent. Excellent. And so what are the types of business owners that you tend to serve? Like, what would you say, what kind of fields they are? Or would you say it's just across the board? I would say more across the board. I don't focus necessarily specifically with big um, business owners. I say busypreneurs because I feel like we're all busy. A lot of times it's moms. A lot of times it's people who are trying to start their own business. Because like I said, I'm an attorney by day and then I'm also running a business doing coaching. So I think it's more so multi-passionate people who are trying to do multiple things in whatever area, whether that's business, life, just trying to get themselves organized. So I would say across the board. That's awesome. And uh, knowing that you're a lawyer and also this as well, you talk what you preach, right? Like you walk the walk. So you, you know, what it's like to balance a lot of different things. Exactly. So what led you, what led you into this business? So you're a lawyer and then where did you see be coaching fitting into your, your line of work? Honest, I didn't. I became a coach, honestly, because other people for years have been telling me, you're so motivating. You're so encouraging. Why don't you do coaching? And I'm like, I went to school to be a lawyer. I love the law. When do you think I'm going to have time to be a coach? Then COVID hit. And thankfully, I didn't lose my job when we were working from home. So while working from home, a lot more free time. So those thoughts started coming back to me. And then I started like looking up life coach, coaching, found certification. Um, halfway through the first lesson, I'm like, oh, see why people say that I should do this and legally, which is my business was born. That is awesome. I love people to talk to you there. A lot of pivoting happened when COVID hit. So you kind of different way of looking how things go. And you also probably found, did you find that there's a lot of opportunities during that season where people just really needed someone to come in and give them that coaching? Well, I guess for me, yes, probably, but I guess because I had been doing it which is why people said, hey, you should actually do this. I had been doing it, I guess, naturally 
in my stories, in my social media posts, in people that I interacted with day to day. For me, it was more about having the time to do it. And I get that as a coach, you don't necessarily have to have certification to do it, but I'm the person that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it right, which means I'm going into it with the certifications. I'm registering my LLC, and maybe part of it is the fact that I'm a lawyer. So I'm like, I'm doing this the legal way. Um, so for me, it was more having the time to start and do it right. So, okay, coaching, and you kind of help people unleash who they really are is what I hear you say. Like, this is who you really are, and you don't need to hide behind whatever it is that you're doing anymore. What is the biggest thing that you run into when you are meeting someone, you just start coaching? What is kind of like that first thing you like to tackle? Mindset. Mindset first, because they're hiding behind who they really are for various reasons. I don't have time to do for myself because my kid needs me, my husband, my job, my business, my whatever needs me that they hide behind who they are because they're trying to serve other people or even they don't feel they deserve it. They don't feel they can have it. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of starting, procrastination. I think the whole gamut. So I would say mindset first in whatever avenue that looks like specifically for them. And I have heard that a lot. Um, a lot of coaches that I talk to that mindset is that first thing you'd really want to tackle because if you don't have that right, everything you work on from there now is just not going to work. All right. So this is what you do, but is there something that you could tell our listeners something that they could walk away with and really start to apply and maybe to just really live into their real selves? Well, I would say a phrase that I say a lot is change your perspective, change your mindset, change your life, because it's true. Perspective is the way that you look at things. So if you can change the way that you look at things, then ultimately you're going to change the way that you think about things. And if you change the way you think about things, your whole life can change. So that's why I say mindset is the first part that you have to start with, um, given first you have to look at perspective. But in the sense that people don't want to think about how they look at things, think about how they think about things. They want to just get to the end result and the end solution. But the reason you haven't been able to stick with whatever it is, be consistent, be productive, is because you try to get to the end result without tackling those other things that are along the way. So if I was going to give them something to walk away with this, Think about those three, three words, those three phrases, change your perspective, change your mindset, change your life. So what are you also help people with their productivity as well? Yes. So what are some tips and tricks that you have? You don't have to give all the secrets away, but what are some tips and tricks you have that to help with productivity and how to keep organized? Write it down, get it out of your head. Like literally the reason you can't get a lot of stuff done. And the reason you, you forget about things because you're trying to walk around at your job, thinking about what you need to do at home or at home, thinking about what you need to do at your job. If you just take the time to write it down, whether that's physically on paper, in an app in your phone, in a note in your phone, have somewhere that you take all those ideas and get them on the paper because then you're able to focus on them and create that game plan for how you're going to tackle them. Even if it's something as simple as I know I need to go to the grocery store to something as big as I want to start a business, whatever aspect of your life it is from the small to the big, write it down. I like the fact that you mentioned it could be on paper or it could be on your phone. So you kind of have to find an organization system that works well for you. For me, I think I tend towards paper, although I tend to sometimes lose the paper, but <laughs> have like a system where you're just writing it all down. Yeah. I like to call it brain dumping. So <laughs> if you're going to do paper, then like make, get a notebook, get something that you know that every time I have an idea, it goes in this specific place so that you're not losing it ultimately. I would say I'm a hybrid of both. I'm a paper person to get the ideas out 
so that it's like the junky organization. And then once I make it pretty and put it in a structured form that I'm ultimately going to follow, it's going to end up on the computer. All right. All right. So you say, write it down. And what would be another tip that you would give someone? Okay. So they have it all written down. And then you said you make it look pretty. So how, how do you have someone look at those tasks and decide which one is the most important? Okay. So I will, after you've written it all down, then you're going to categorize it, put it in, 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 um, a structure that's going to work for you. Because sometimes, like I was mentioning earlier, if you're writing things down, you might be at home but thinking about work or you might be at work and thinking about home. So now that you have this master list of all these things you need to do, categorize it. Are these home things? Are these business things? Are these work things? Because once you've now categorized it, you can take that work list and actually take it to work and no longer have to look at it at home. And then from there, you're kind of like looking at your week, looking at what you have going on any given day, any given week, any given month, because we're going to go through seasons where our productivity is going to ebb and flow based off of what's happening in life. Um, so once you've kind of identified where your pockets of time are, then that's when you can start figuring out like, hey, this has to be done this week. Because like, if I don't renew my, my tag on my car, I'm going to have an expired tag and my insurance and yada, yada, yada. So some things are easy to identify as a priority because if I don't do this, there's going to be a serious consequence. So kind of like creating that balance based off of what you have in that specific time frame that you're working on. Do you also find it really helpful for people to make their own personal due dates for things that don't necessarily have a clear due date, but just like, I need this done by this time Yes, and set themselves up for that. Everything that I put on my to-do list has a due date. Now it could be a due date that can change and be flexible, but everything has a due date because I'm looking at my week. So for example, this week and the next two weeks, I'm going to be in trial for work which means I know that when I get home from work, I'm probably not going to be able to necessarily leave work every day at five o'clock. I might be leaving five thirty, six o'clock, which means by the time I get home, eat dinner, all that stuff, I'm working with maybe an hour before bedtime. So I'm being intentional about what I'm putting on my to-do list for the next three weeks because I know I don't have as much downtime and free time and I'm having to use my weekends more to get, get ahead and get ready. So yeah, everything needs a due date whether that due date is a self-imposed due date or this really needs to be done due date. And if it's a, it really needs to be done due date, your self-imposed due date should be before that one. Just in case life happens, you still have that day or two buffer to make sure it gets done. Exactly. You have to have the wisdom to discern what needs to be done and when. Excellent. All right. So let's say someone is listening in and they're like, oh my goodness, I really need you to help me out with my business. What would you say to someone who is just struggling to get their face out there? I think a lot of times we um, show up online and one of the things you really have to overcome is the fact that people need to see your face and they need to get to know you. You can't just hide behind your logo and your business. So how do you get someone to feel comfortable enough to really step in front of that camera basically and say, Hey, this is me. Start small. Sometimes you don't start with actually showing your face, show your voice first. Maybe it's you doing a voiceover of your product or your thing, whatever it is. Like maybe it's not you talking at the same time you're seeing your face. Maybe it's a video of you like writing a to-do list and then you do a voiceover of you talking about it. So start small. Don't necessarily Yes, you have to put yourself out there, but don't necessarily like jump out there and be big. I was working with a client and she was talking about like how she has a YouTube channel and she was kind of like struggling and balancing between like, I want to put myself out there, but I feel like I'm going to get criticized. But I'm like, well, who's, who, who's watching and criticizing? And she's like, nobody. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just say, you, you know, you still have that fear. Publish the YouTube as a private only link, which means only people who you send the link to can view it. 
So figure out what that looks like for you. So if it's showing up on social media, maybe you show up only with your voice and not your face, or maybe you do a still photo, but you don't talk. Find the balance of what those incremental steps are going to look like, because it's funny that you say that I'm a coach. So therefore I am my brand, but I literally thought that I was going to um, show up and be a logo. Um, I'm not scared of talking, i.e. lawyer by day, but I also had that thought of like, I'm building this brand and legally isn't going to necessarily be coach Lee as the face of it. But then I was like, wait, how, how am I going to build a personal brand without a person? So it took me my own realization <laughs> to get there, even though I was showing up with my voice. I just thought that I was going to be able to hide behind my logo for some reason, even though I was showing up with voice. <laughs> That's hilarious. It is so true. And I think it's like, you know, there's so many different ways to grow your business where you're doing that one-on-one, you're meeting people, networking and all that stuff. And then when you enter this online world where you have to make everyone know you're open for business and then you just have so many things you have to decipher, how am I going to do it? I really like the idea of voiceovers and maybe starting with that, take a video of you writing something down and you're talking. I, I really like the idea of just easing into it. Because, you know, reels and TikTok, like that's, that's a whole other level. Exactly. <laughs> so, And some people yeah. product-based businesses to where they really feel that they don't need to show their face because they're still on their products. But just you showing your product and then hearing your voice describe your product can be what they need to buy it. I love that. All right. So is there anything else that you could think of that um, you helped maybe a client really work through something? Obviously, you know, you don't have to give any names or anything, but what was another struggle that you saw a client came with and you saw them build a rise above? I would say starting because a lot of productivity, the opposite of that is procrastination. So putting things off and kind of figuring out a way for them to learn the bite size, the act of just starting basically, biting off one bite at a time. Like how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So starting small, getting them to start making a to-do list. Like, okay, maybe they figure out that paper isn't the way for them. Electronic is, or they figure out electronic isn't for them. Paper is, or even the hybrid approach, but getting them to start. So for me, the biggest transformation I that I look for is getting someone to start. Like whatever it is you say that you struggle with, productivity, time management, having a system, let's start creating that and let's test it out week by week until we get to where I can do this. I can do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. How long do you normally work with somebody? Do you have like a program or is it just as long as they want? So I have a couple of different like packages, you can say. One of them is just like what I call a productivity strategy session. And that's more so a a person who literally just needs a schedule. So we're going to work together, generally speaking, that one time. Now, maybe the next month or the next quarter after that specific project that they needed, this schedule for is done with. They come back and we make a new schedule based off of the new season they're in in life. But that's literally like for someone who's like, I have all this stuff to do. And I don't know when to do it or when to fit it in my day. So that's like a one-time thing. But generally speaking, most of my coaching packages are six weeks. And then at the end of that time, you can renew, you can come back. We can switch you to like the, you know, monthly, quarterly, whatever the case may be. But either it's kind of like an extreme, either one time or like six weeks at a time. You can have me all the time or just once. (laughs) That's awesome. And that's great that you offer so many different packages because you find that there's just probably so many different levels of needs, right? Um, So that's awesome. That is excellent. All right. So what would you say that you are learning right now? Ooh, 
I'm, I would consider myself a personal development junkie. So I'm always learning something. So what would I say I'm learning right now? Ooh, good one. My systems. I'm learning my own systems. And by that, I mean, I got into productivity and accountability because people are like, you're always doing so much. Like, how do you get all this stuff done? And then I realized that I had a system that I was doing subconsciously for myself. So now I've been working on being more intentional about identifying my own systems so that I can write them down, that I can then give back and teach other people them. So right now I'm learning my own systems. What is it that I do to make sure that I get my weekend organized, get my clothes picked out for the week, whatever it is, like figuring out my systems that I'm doing on a daily basis that are so habitual to me that I can ultimately teach other people. Okay. That's excellent. So you're really just like observing what you do naturally and just kind of taking a step back and say, okay, what were the steps that I did to get there? Exactly. Awesome. And then do you just put it like on paper and in a way so that people can kind of read them over and you can teach it to them and they can look at it from there. So right now I'm like, I guess you would call it journaling it. I'm writing them down so that I kind of am getting them on paper because I do want to ultimately create a program. And I think all these systems will become a part of that. Like take which ones you need. Like, do you need a daily routine? Do you need a nightly routine? Do you need a how to make a to-do list routine? So basically you can pick what system you need. And maybe I'll ultimately like sell them all individually. Like here's a routine that you can just buy. But I mean, I talk about it in my stories. I talk about it on social media. So this is kind of me like breaking it down to find a way to teach it. That's awesome. Yeah, that is good. All right. So you mentioned social media and it sounds like you're pretty active on there. So where can people find you? I am at legally.me and that's L-E-G-A-L-L-E-E.me on Instagram and my Facebook page. I have a Facebook group as well. It's called Productivity and Accountability for Busypreneurs. Um, yeah, mainly Instagram, Facebook, Facebook groups, main place you can find me. I'm on Clubhouse too. I know Clubhouse is kind of like hit or miss right now, but I'm also legally that me on Clubhouse. Awesome. Awesome. I'm in there too. I haven't really used it much. <laughs> I'm there somewhere. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So if people want to reach out to you and I will have all of your contact information in there as well. And y'all know where to find her. So if you are stuck in just need someone to help you find a path out of all that busyness. This is your person to talk to. That is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Is there any last things you want to say to our listeners before you go? I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here, but most importantly, guys, just start whatever it is. Just start, start small, take that first step. Just start. Awesome. I love it. All right. Y'all heard it. Just start. All right. Well, thank you so much for just meeting up with me and sharing all of your information. And I believe someone is going to connect with you soon and get the coaching they need. So thank you. So I really loved how Alicia ended that interview. Just do it. Just get started. And I think that if you are someone who just kind of feels stuck with the organization systems and wants to connect with her and you see that she has like a one and done offer or long-term coaching session. So really get in contact with Alicia. I know she would be absolutely pumped to hear more about what you're doing and where you feel stuck and if she would be a good fit for you. So be sure to do that. And also if you are just driving with Alicia saying and 
maybe you don't necessarily need her services, but maybe you are in a line of work that you know people who might need Alicia's coaching services. Connect with her on all of her ways that she has listed in the show notes. I'm all about growing your network, but also getting to know new people. And that's going to be partly your job, right? You have to go out, reach out to them, comment, tell them what you loved about the interview and in the episode. And it really just makes some new connections because you do not know what's going to come from it. That's my number one advice for anyone who is starting off brand new. Look, I remember, I know what it's like to to show up on the online world and not really know what I'm doing. (laughs) How do I create a network? How do I get this going? And I know... I knew what I did not want to do and how I want it to not look like, but I really did struggle for a while there of how do I do this in a way that just feels more natural and organic in a online world where it feels like everything is gimmicky and salesy and all that stuff. And that is really where this podcast came from, but also it's partly you also reaching out, engaging, connecting with people that you listen to here and getting other podcasts yourself. <laughs> it could be my podcast or anyone else's. I promise you getting on a podcast, you all have something to share and really expanding your reach through that is honestly one of the funnest ways ever. So think about that. Either way, just remember I am Danny, your friendly podcast manager. And if you are ever in a position where you want to launch a podcast or manage your podcast or anything about podcast, let me know. I would love to talk to you. You can reach out through my email that I have in my show notes or my website, you name it, you can find me. And I am so thankful that you're here. All right, everyone, have a wonderful week and I'll see you next week in another discovery call.